and welcome back to another episode of Donut Squad Radio. You're a one-stop shop for news, chats, and reviews on the nerdy world you love. My name is Adrian, and I'm here with my best good pal and co-host, Colin. And together, we'd like to say to all who come, to all who come, to all who come to this <laughs> to all who happy place, go, <laughs> it's, it's a Halloween season. episode. <laughs> to all who come to this happy place, welcome, Colin. Say hey to the people. Hey guys. Hey. We've got a good one for you. I'm excited. We do indeed. Um, welcome to all of our guests to the Ahsoka after show. Oh. Um, yeah. So this uh, episode will be mainly focusing on a little bit of a review, our take, our highlights of the Ahsoka series that just finished up last week. Um before we get into that, we got we got a few segments that I'd love to get into. I'd love to hear what you've been watching slash playing or, you know, whatever. So uh, whatever. Why don't you kick us off with what you've been watching? Let me kick us off. All right, dude. I know that you're going to be really happy about this one. Okay. Ooh. So I finally got around to watching Ted Lasso. Thank God. <laughs> dude. Know, I'm like super late to the party. But it, I mean, it's my short review. Uh, we're, we're a season in already. And it's just one of those shows where like you like, it's a feel good show. I really like it a lot. I it like, makes you want to be a better person. It really does. And, and I think, I think what I, what is really refreshing about it is all of the like tropes of like a TV series drama dramedy ish type deal that like i would expect people different characters to like do like you know oh you know she's gonna withhold this information from him and stuff like that they don't do that they're just like hey what if like people were like good people yeah (laughs) like like like, it's it's it really is refreshing because like there aren't like a whole bunch of like like plot threads that are all just like oh my gosh well we still have to get back to this we still have to get back to you know so and so knows this about so and so like you know there's not like a bunch of dirt on people like it's yeah it's really and it's nice. i think one of the themes of the show is that like ted's small you know acts of kindness throughout his day have a mm-hmm. ripple effect mm-hmm. and so that like builds on other people and they end up starting to do the right thing and you know it's like a you know obviously a huge like character progression show yeah so like we get to see that and you know kind of to your point like you know there's good there's good people in the show there's yeah and and i mean you're totally right like you see just in the first couple episodes how just his attitude towards things just changes people like yeah just their outlook on life and on the people that they are the decisions that they make so like it totally is like all of the hype around it completely understandable now oh, um, yeah. so we're we're rolling through it real nicely um we, we just watched like the first episode of the second season um almost finished it but um yeah loving that show and then i mean honestly like other than ahsoka it's really just been that I haven't really been watching anything else um, plan wise, but it's been here and there, some cyberpunk, some Starfield, 
you know, hopping between oh, yeah. the two. Uh, some FIFA now because of, you know, our talks this past weekend. If you didn't bring it up, um, I was going to. Yeah, gotta um gotta support my my Brentford boys, my Brentford bees. Yeah, um, dude. Newcastle United for life. Lifelong yeah. <laughs> fan over here. I'm really glad we are that. Newcastle United. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm all in. As you should be, dude. I'm so like I feel like we we like joined the like Premier League like hype at like I don't know if it, I don't know like they have like a two week bye week almost like they're not yeah. playing for like forever. I know and I'm so itching I'm like, to watch them. Yeah, right. I'm ready yeah. to see the boys play. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it just needs some footy in my life. Yeah, I like walked by uh, the cigar lounge downtown today, and mm-hmm. there was. Uh, soccer. I call it football because you know I'm a real fan. Oh, okay, yeah, right. right there right. was uh, there was football on in the cigar lounge. I peeked in. I was like, oh, I know the sport. This is my jam. Like, well, who's playing? <laughs> it was like college. But any any good offsides recently? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Um, can you explain the offsides rule, Colin? <laughs> Uh, it would it would take too long. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. we don't want to bore. Just, yeah, exactly. This is the Ahsoka podcast. We'll have an offside pocket podcast. Premier League, um, Premier League podcast, yeah, Premier. PLP. Um, well, that's cool. Yeah, I uh, I'm excited about for just to clue everyone in. We don't watch Premier League at all, but we're trying to get into it. <laughs> if you <and> haven't, getting <laughs> <laughs> picked up on this. Um, we're trying to get into it, and so Colin and I and our friend group, we all picked. Uh, different teams to get into and i am very excited about it i'm gonna get a jersey before we know it dude i'm hyped yeah i i think i gotta i gotta see the boys in action and hopefully they're wearing like a cool jersey um i think i have an idea of the one that i would get uh but it just depends on the player now i just gotta pick the player yeah i know which one i would get sorry we've got to get kits right is that or is it is it is the shirt just a jersey? No, it's or, a kit. Like, and the full thing is a kit. I think I think they refer to jerseys as kits as, as well. Kits. Okay. Yeah. See, this, these are the things we got to learn. Exactly. We but when I looked on... online, it was like kits, and then it, it just kits. showed okay. jerseys. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. There you go. Yeah, calling a jersey is out of bounds or yeah. into touch, as they call it. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, dude. I stole that from Ted Lasso. You're way too in. <laughs> you're too, you're too far in. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's American football? It's, 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 what is that? I don't know. But yeah, I'm What have you been that. watching, dude? Um, A few things. Other than Ahsoka, I told you last episode, you brought up Severance. Yes. Yes. We've talked about it offline a little bit. Yes, we have. I started off a little slow and I was like watching it like maybe an episode every like two days, whatever. <laughs> and then the second half of the season, I watched in like two days. And like I the last three episodes, it was like after the finale of Ahsoka last week, I was like, I'll watch an episode. And I had three episodes left, three episodes left. And then I ended up standing up until like one thirty in the morning because I <laughs> couldn't stop watching it. And like, honestly, I know we're kind of a spoiler filled podcast, but yeah. like for anyone out there who hasn't seen Severance, I'm not going to spoil anything because no. of how good it is. Yeah. yeah. And like till like the very last minute, I did not know what was going to happen. It was oh. like 
makes you think a lot and it's so original like it was just wonderfully written i love it that's all i'm gonna say i can't wait until season two dude i get it i know it's gonna take a bit um because you know crazy thing is that you know actors and all the people who uh work hard to get these cool shows out and stuff deserve Mm -hmm. to be paid and you get paid yeah and and also deserve to have you know certain perks and and things that things that you know normal workers deserve oh yeah Um, but it might take a while but that season two is going to be bonkers man dude there's just there's so many things that need to be answered i need it now yeah yeah um but also adrian you did say that there was a show that you were excited to tell me that you were watching there's a show and i've been i've been waiting patiently dude i'm becoming a new person between premier league and this new show that's going to turn me into a fanatic i started Mm -hmm. naruto whoa all right and i'm ready to just binge that every day you're gonna become a true hokage yeah i am if you (laughs) i actually know what that means now so this is great um heck yeah man i like just started it it was like during busy season at work and we yeah. like you know the last few days of the fiscal year kind of have to like be on call so i was just like watching some naruto while i was chilling mm-hmm. um but yeah i started that i'll keep everyone updated um haven't gotten too far into it yet but it is like the same kind of uh obviously this came before avatar the last airbender mm-hmm. but like that kind of like humor with like the faces and like they was classic a- anime yeah yeah uh, yeah that kind of humor with like and like the sound effects and like pew, pew. and like stuff like the yeah and then like the music in the run around like going like wah, wah. yeah yeah it's <laughs> it's so satisfying I love it so far. Um, other than that, I kind of went on a Ryan Gosling kick. Um, I uh, watched Remember the Titans last week casually. Great. And I was like not in a place where I was like I I want to get in my feels right now. Mm-hmm. I was watching it, and then I just before I knew it, I was just like a puddle on the couch, just like oh god. <laughs> um, and I watched uh, La La Land for the first time. I don't know how that was the first time I've ever seen La La Land. I have never seen it actually. I immediately was like, "That's one of the top three movies I've ever seen in my life." Like, wow, oh my gosh. Let me rephrase that. One of my favorite three movies I've ever seen. Like, okay. it is. Yeah. It was just an instant love for me. Like. I don't know. It like huh. it's it on so many things, and like over the last few years, I think I've appreciated jazz a lot more. Okay, I, yeah. I associate that with soul, or I attribute that to soul. Yeah, because now I'll like hear jazz. I'm like, oh, that's Ooh. great. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to it in my free time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, La La Land was phenomenal, I and I came to, to watch that. Then I've had a, like a lifelong question of like who my favorite actor is. I've never been able to answer that question. But it's Ryan Gosling. Whoa. And like, I, you know, wow. I, know, I had an epiphany. I was like, he's yeah. your guy. You just he's love your him and everything. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's a, a great, I mean, he's a great actor, man. Like he is. He's, he's my favorite. He's my favorite. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's welcome. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I've been watching. That's you know. cool. Yeah. So is there, is there another, um, another Gosling movie? feature that's on your list next um i also recently watched crazy stupid love okay nice for the first time um so i didn't answer your question at all but um 
Um, yeah, there are a few. One is like the good guys, I think, with Russell okay. Crowe. Yeah, with Russell Crowe. Right. I haven't seen that one. Um, there's a few others. There's what is it like the gangsters of something where he, it's another one with Emma Stone, and they're oh. like like mobsters. Um, oh, I bad. didn't. Yeah, I don't know that one. <laughs> I don't watch those. Okay. Um, probably throw them a notebook at some point. You got to. It's I a mean, great movie. You can't just leave that out of a Gosling list like that. Can't. You can't. No. And then but maybe a... uh, maybe some Blade Runner. I don't know. Oh, absolutely. I don't know. I'm watching Blade Runner 2049 soon for sure. Yes. <clears throat> um. But yeah, that's what I've been watching. I've been playing uh some FIFA. You know. Heck yeah. Hitting the sticks with you know the old New, New- Newcastle United. My team, yeah, my boys. Good old boys. Yeah. You can also play as uh, <laughs> AFC Richmond. Can you? I was I was yeah. wondering that, actually. <laughs> like, yeah. That's so cool. And wait, okay, so this might be a stupid question. That's not a real club. No, it's not. Okay. It's okay. not a stupid question. So they so they just created, like, they, like, created the players and stuff like that for... Yes. But, like, oh, all the really players cool. are kind of, like, they've had interviews... Where they kind of address who they were trying to like emulate in their in their role. You oh, know? cool. Okay, yeah. Like, like Jamie is like you know the the young superstar, and like Roy is the kind of like the seasoned vet. Yeah, and right. so like you know they all have like players that they mention um, who they kind of modeled their acting style off of, and like mm-hmm. their you know all that. So I thought that was cool. We'll yeah. we'll learn more as we you know get into this whole thing, but yeah, man. Um, before we go into Ahsoka, want to ask anything popping in your neck of the woods? Oh, funny you should ask. I have no idea. You know, funny you should ask because Adrian actually just recently gave me this sweet, sweet, amazing Spider-Man pop. Whoa, Adrian, from no way home. Oh my That's god, that's you. That's you. <laughs> you got that for me. Dude, and and honestly, like it's so funny because we were just talking a, just a little bit ago, and like honestly, both of us like were just genuinely surprised when I was like was going through my pops like in my head and realized like I just didn't have a single Spider Man pop, and yeah. Spider Man is literally like my favorite Marvel character probably, yeah, like ever, and I just didn't have a single Spider Man one, so. Now I do, and now I'm going to start putting together the Sinister Six so I can set them up all cool-like so that they're fighting each other. Let's go. Which one? Do you have any of them so far? Oh, you have Hobgoblin. I do. Yes, I have Hobgoblin. Any um, others? I don't have any others. I don't. I would really like to get um, Doc Ock in his like yellow and green suit. I want all I really of the 90s pops. Yeah. They're all really, really freaking cool. They're cool. <laughs> but hey, Chad, how about you? What's popping with you? Um, so like Amazon just had their like big, big Prime deals or whatever. Oh yeah, essentially like another Prime Day. Um, and the you know the VHS covers where it's like a pop in front of the VHS cover in like a glass or not glass, but it's like acrylic case or whatever. Yes, they had the Lion King one. <gasps> On sale for eight bucks with Simba, Sim Simba, Sim Simba, 
simp simba <laughs> he's simping over that nala yeah that's for sure oh yeah dude um, very cool oh my god Wait, like, is it is it young simba no it is oh, it's, okay. it's uh broderick simba yes nice at the end of the movie because he's standing in front and then like because like whatever character they put in the display is supposed to look like whoever is like on the cover mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the toy story one has woody holding um oh god what's the toy's name it's like binoculars oh man specs yeah he's holding him because that's what he's holding on the cover of toy story mm-hmm. so it's supposed to like look oh cool okay yeah um so yeah i got that coming in the mail um they finally came out the last ronin pop i don't know if i talked about that last time i think you mentioned it well i haven't the, seen it that yet though it's the only thing i'll say about it then I'm not gonna okay. okay not gonna do it again yeah um and then i know we've talked about like funko sodas before yes i don't yeah. i don't love the design of them okay think, but they did have a scooby-doo one. Oh, and i got that one it's really cool. Um, oh, I bet. Yeah. So he's sitting and it up. is Scoob, right? Yes. Nice. Scooby Dooby Doo in the and you take it out of the can, but like the the actual like soda can looks cool too. So I have that with like my Scooby Doo pop. Nice. Um, nice. I, for some reason, I always thought those soda can like those those like soda pops were t shirts like in there. I think they have something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I must be confusing them with something. Yeah, something else that they have like that. They also uh, have like two liter Funko sodas. Yeah, I have seen those. And it's like a giant character in there. That's cool. Um, okay. I think those are cool. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know which Funko rewinds I had last time, but I got the Jurassic Park one with <gasps> Ian Malcolm. Whoa, very cool. That one's a good one. Actually, you can see him behind me back there. Um, you can't really see him, but you can see that they're there. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got the Beauty and the Beast one with Belle. Had to. Ooh, Belle. got Come to. Come have on. to. Um, so, yeah, I think those are the only new ones. But the that's what's popping over here. The collection those grows. Yeah, t- t- technically those aren't popping. They're like sodaing and rewinding. <laughs> what's sodaing? Um, but, you know, it's all Funko. So, mm-hmm. anyways, let's dive in to the Ahsoka show. Uh, I think, you know, we can do a quick little run through, a little synopsis, if yeah. we will. Stop wherever we want. Go Just over want everybody else. to know that this will be spoiler filled. This, so, yeah, things are doing that because I never true. give people a heads up. You know, we've been, we've been guilty of it before for sure. But listen, everybody, you owe it to yourselves to watch this show. I'm going to tell you that right now. I uh, mean, if you see we're doing an after show for like, this one won't be two hours, but if it's like a two hour after show about one thing yeah, and it's spoiler free, like that'd be pretty boring. That'd be, yeah, that'd be wild. We'd be like that, that one part. I mean, oh, you know what I'm talking about was great. Yeah. And then the part that oh, followed that, it. That yeah. was great. Yeah. <laughs> that was good too. Um, So let's roll into it. I mean, let's this is an eight, eight part series on Disney plus uh, spanning from, August 22nd till last week, August, October 3rd, not August, uh, October 3rd. Um, and I don't know, I guess we'll just like set the stage here. 
Like we open up with um, like we had some backs, a little bit of backstory on Ahsoka in live mm-hmm. action because we saw her with Morgan Elsbeth asking about Thrawn in Mando season two. Right. That was her introduction of live action. Uh, so that was kind of setting up what we're going to see here. We saw her in Boba Fett, but wasn't really um, consequential to this story. It was just kind of like she was there, um, which was cool. I liked it. And she knows uh, of Luke and like her, her and Luke are buddies, which yeah. is cool, which is really cool. Something's going on in my apartment right now. I don't. These, these ghosts are wild. I saw a flash of light and I was like, what's going on? It's the specter. Goodness. All right. So we open up and we see Ahsoka. Well, first off, we see Balin Skull and Shin Hati mm-hmm. um, going to the New Republic ship to. And we're not going to go this scene by scene, but I just want to set the opening. Go yeah. to the New Republic ship to. Um, rescue Morgan Elsbeth, who was captured by Ahsoka in Mando season two. Um, and this series just like open. I love how they opened up with this rather than with Ahsoka because yeah. we get introduced to these two characters who we don't know. We don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. We got these orange lightsabers on a previous episode, like months ago. I said they're red, they're orange. Um, I was wrong, but uh, we see them come in with like a Jedi code mm-hmm. and you know, the new Republic officer is just like, you are no Jedi. And you know, like he was like, you're worried about one thing. We're yeah. no Jedi. And I was it's like, damn, that's so, cool. Yeah. Right. Right off the bat, man. Like these, it, both these characters, Balin and Shin, like I liked both of them a lot. Yeah. Like I, I, it wasn't, it didn't feel like the normal, like, Oh, like, you know, just a couple throwaway villains and like throughout the show, no. like as the episodes go on, you see more and more layers to them, how they're not just, oh, we're doing the whole Jedi versus Sith thing again. We're doing the whole like light versus dark thing again. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. Quite yeah. the opposite in this. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I think first off, it is a tragedy for not just obvious, like not just the show. Yeah. Just it is a a real tragedy that Ray Stevenson passed away. Young guy, mm-hmm. he was like what fifties, sixties, something like that. Yeah, I, I mean, um, but everything I've seen, all of his interviews, he seemed like a really, really cool guy, really nice guy. Um, and on a more like shallow level, it is a real shame that we're not going to have him returning in this role. Um, yeah. but he uh, he's like a he's a classically trained actor which is a very star wars thing you know Mm -hmm. like alec guinness and you know a lot of the actors in the original trilogy who are like those like kind of older stoic characters were like classically trained and brought that kind of weight to their performance yeah really i think grounded it a little bit and i think it i think it also like helped it i feel like this series out of all of the Disney series felt the most star Wars to me. And it had to do with some of the writing that was almost like you said, like, like almost like Shakespearean, like it it sounded like George Lucas, you know, like the way, like he would just make 
something that could be like a couple words into like almost like a monologue. Yeah. Um, but a lot of things in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but Ray Stevenson, like you said, like I mean, it it makes sense that I didn't I didn't know he was, you know, like a uh from theater and stuff like that. It makes yeah. sense because like he was able to nail those and make them not sound corny or forced or anything like that. Like he he put the right amount of emotion in it. Um so everything he said carried was it was convincing and like he i think like right off the bat he and shin arrive on this ship and they're both wearing hoods and the way he delivers his lines was so qui-gon mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it just it felt so old republic jedi and we come to learn that he you know was a jedi in the old republic and a general yeah. during the clone wars um but it was so it, it, to your point it felt very star wars and it just fit in the galaxy perfectly. He yes. fit in the galaxy. I think they both did. Oh yeah. But, yeah. but, and especially, especially the way, him. um, the way Shin, you know, like would throughout her time, um, uh, with Balin it, at, at some point, you know, they do kind of sp- go their separate ways, but throughout her time, she, well, she refers to him as master kind of oh, yeah. asks him questions like, like, Basically, she she is trying to learn from him. And oh yeah. So like, she's very eager to. Yeah. A little too much, like. Right. At times. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like to a fault. And, and you know, like you, from the beginning, you view them and you're like, I'm not sure. Like these two are Sith. Like they don't. They it, it just doesn't seem like a Sith relationship, like right. master and apprentice relationship. Um, and also, I mean. In the first scene, you can see that Shin has a Jedi breed, which is also like, yeah, like, whoa, (laughs) this is cool, too. It's obvious that Balin is taking the aspects of the Jedi traditions that he still believes in Mm -hmm. and is running with those, but is trying to create something in his words better. Right. Or, you know, uh, I think he says to Shin later on, like, no, you'll be more than that. Yeah. Where they're talking about like the Boken Jedi, which are the Jedi trained in the quote wild, like Kane or like Ezra, right? Luke. Right. I don't know if it's, I don't know. Saga doesn't count, but mm-hmm. you know, Grogu. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, so we get into them. They get Morgan Ellsworth off that mm-hmm. ship, and then we see Ahsoka looking pretty much. She's trying to find this map that's going to lead them to another galaxy. She doesn't know that yet. Um, lead them to another galaxy to where Thrawn and Ezra went at the end of Rebel Season 4. Um, so she finds it. If you want to stop me, by the way, go ahead. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, but she finds it, takes it back to Hera to tell Hera about, like, you know, what's going on. Um, I want to take a, take a little moment here. Oh, I love you gotta it. give Hera some time, man. You can't, you can't just skip over that. No way. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I said this last, uh, last show, but I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead mm-hmm. and, but I especially love her as Hera was one thing. She plays a very convincing Hera. Yeah. Like she really does. Very like sure of herself, mm-hmm. not in an arrogant way, very confident and um still kind of like that 
you know, she says in, I think it was like episode three or four, mm-hmm. uh, she's like, once a rebel, always a rebel. And, you know, she's going against orders. Um, I think she, she fit the role perfectly and I love her. Um, but, uh, <laughs> dude, oh, I mean, like she, I, I feel like she, she matched that like maternal role that Hera had in the show, like for the ghost crew. Yeah. Where like, she's very much just like, I've been through this stuff before. I've, I've, I've butted heads with some of like the worst politicians ever. Like all yeah. of this shit is like old to me. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I know what I need to do to get stuff done, but also she, it, I feel like having Jason in this as that extra layer of she can no longer go on these, like she, she's now like, I have someone to protect, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, she seems, she seems to be pretty cool with bringing Jason along to like a lot of things. So like, I wonder if she's just like, it's inevitable that he's going to get himself into it. Cause you know, like he's Kanan's son, like it's, it, it's going to be his nature to like get involved with this stuff. And I think so. she's, she's been a little uh, desensitized to it. Mm-hmm. Having mm-hmm. Ezra and Sabine on the ship True. where they're not her kids, but like they were a fan, like they were a family. She definitely played a, you know, a mother role to both of them. Right. Throughout rebels. So, um, but then they get to the point later on where they're going to the other galaxy and Hera's like, ah, we're, we're not going to go. We're not going to do that. You know, she <laughs> yeah, has a, yeah. she has a line. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cross. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, um, so, you know, the story progresses with Ahsoka taking this map to Hera. Hera suggests that she goes and finds Sabine. To really quick. Her. This yeah. map, um, treasure planet vibes like crazy. Oh yeah, of the little ball, like absolutely. Yeah, like yeah. I was like immediately when she saw it, I was like, "That's the map. That's that. They're That's going to Treasure Planet. Planet. That's Treasure Planet map. <laughs> That's also like where they. I forget what they call it, but like that Stonehenge looking place. Yeah, where they like place it in. That was kind of Treasure Planet. Similar. All I'm saying is Treasure Planet. <laughs> it's like Ahsoka. It looked like duck, quack like duck. <laughs> It's true, Sam. Um, but uh, right, go ahead. So, yeah, they uh, take the map to, map to Sabine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ahsoka goes, and we learn about they. You know, Ahsoka was Sabine's master at one point. We have never known that. Yeah, that piece of information. We also didn't know that Sabine was capable of being a Jedi apprentice. Um. We learn a little bit more about that. We learn this is a huge discovery for Star Wars that technically anyone can tap into the force. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it takes, you know, a lot of like strength and willpower and discipline to actually utilize it. And those are the those people who are naturally gifted are the ones who were taken by the Jedi, you know, yeah. as infants. Um, and but- I, I do really like this because it. It's almost like Dave Filoni fixing the midichlorian thing that was introduced and one thing i've i've read is like george lucas never really intended for midichlorians to be this big of a deal it was more Uh just to be 
it was a, a, an easy way for them to show that this kid, Anakin, is special, yeah. is very powerful. Right, right. And yeah. it was it, that was, but then a lot of the novels at the time took Metaclorians and ran with it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And it, like, it, it wasn't, to, it was never supposed to be like this huge thing. So I, yeah. yeah, Dave kind of brought it back down, I think. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, that's it, my, my only issue with it was just the fact that like, this whole thing was just about, you know, like you said, willpower. Um, you know, the force is runs through everything. It connects everything. So it's like, why would you, why do you need to put a number to it? But I mean, that does make sense. If like he wanted to just show for, especially for coming back to an audience, a new audience yeah. with Phantom Menace, it had been, you know, 20 years. Yeah. Um he wanted to probably simplify it into just a number. Right. And it, I mean it's system. a very yeah. it's a very easy way to just be like, he's as powerful as Master Yoda, but he just yeah. doesn't know yet. You know, right. there's no right. like Yeah. Like obviously like they, like, they couldn't stuff. just be like I guess they could have just been like Qui-Gon just being like, I've never felt levels like this. I've never sensed right. something like this. Um, even being around Master Yoda or something like that, you know what I right. mean? But like, and I I think that would have been lazy writing. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's it's fair. just like, oh, Qui Gon said so. You know, it's like mm-hmm. one throwaway mm-hmm. line. I I I am not. I've never had a problem with the Metaclorian thing. Right. Um, but I do like this aspect of it where it's like, well, technically not anyone can use it, but or technically anyone can, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, technically anyone could be in the NFL, but it's like there's a lot that goes into yeah, it. Yeah. It's those 1% that like actually get taken by the Jedi. And right. like, like, yeah. like even like you, um, is it you Yen? Or is it? Yang. Who Yang? Who Yang? Um, yeah. uh, straight up says, he's just like, you know, you know, like to Ahsoka, he says, you know, Sabine wouldn't have been taken by the Jedi. Like, like she, oh, yeah. she would not have made it through. Like you understand that. And you um, tell Sabine, like, I've seen countless Jedi. (laughs) Like Hu Yang is like twenty five thousand years old. He is an ancient droid, and he's like, I've I've seen thousands of droids throughout my lifetime, and you fall short of them all. (laughs) And like, but I don't know. I like, I like how we're seeing Sabine kind of discover the Force, even though she's not. I guess like force sensitive she can mm-hmm. tap into the force but she's not as like force sensitive as others yes yeah um so um definitely doing the spark notes of the storyline but we'll hit all the major points but um yeah soka sabine they get back you know in touch um and sabine's trying to help them decipher this map she ends up taking it back to uh her tower on the thal mm-hmm. uh, where ezra used to live uh, to try to decipher it um while she's doing that uh shin comes with a few of those assassin droids to mm-hmm. get the map they have a little battle um cool green she, lightsaber cool green lightsaber cool i like how she modified it me too me too like it was ezra's and then it was kind of symbolically like hers now. And Ezra was like, no, it's yours now. And you changed it, whatever. Yeah. You know, I, I liked, I liked all of that. Um, I like that she had it and, you know, just in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say like this battle isn't specifically what I'm talking about, but 
the lightsaber duels in this series were the best we've seen since the prequels. Dude, I agree. Hands down. Yeah. But like, like a lot of it was up to the level of the prequels. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, like Duel of Fates and Battle of the Hero Battle of Heroes was like top hard to beat. We're yeah, not gonna beat yeah, yeah, yeah. But but we're like flirting with those waters a little bit. That's what I, two what I, different sayings put into one, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> what I what 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 I really liked about them uh, about these like the lightsaber fights in this you know entire series is they it wasn't just like I've got my lightsaber out, so that's what I'm using. You oh, see, yeah. like you see Sabine. You see her use her blaster and her lightsaber at the same time, which is freaking dope. Yeah. It's just like, why wouldn't you? Like, you're not part of like a, Je- the, you haven't been trained by the Jedi to be like, oh, you know, it's an uncivilized weapon. You know, like you should just be using. She's this. a Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, so she's, she's, she's taking from both of those roots. And then also, um, when Ezra starts to get involved and things like, and actually even Ahsoka, um, when she's fighting, they use the force. They don't just forget about it. Like they yeah, aren't yeah. just like, oh, oh, okay, we're doing lightsabers now. We're just doing lightsabers now. Like they will be like, they'll be force pushing. They'll be, you know, doing all kinds of cool shit. Like they'll be throwing stuff at each other. Like it makes sense. Like Dude. you would use everything you have if you think this is life or death. Oh yeah. And I, I liked how, or, you know, skipping ahead a little bit when like, they're fighting the stormtroopers and Ezra is like, no, you keep the lightsaber. Like mm-hmm. the force is my ally. Or he says something like that. Yeah. And then, you know, when they're fighting, he's like, just like force pushing, it's dodging awesome stuff like that. Eventually yeah. gets a blaster when all the stormtroopers show up. But like, you know, the odds were a little different at that. Yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, Shin steals the map back, stabs Sabine in the gut. Jeez. I will say this is one criticism I have of star Wars these days. Everyone's getting stabbed. Everyone's surviving. Nobody's yeah. Nobody's dying. Um, it need, it's like behead or you ain't dead. You know? Yeah, or that's like what, what back in say. the day, arms were getting chopped off every yeah. movie. I love yeah, it. Come on, let's get some um, dismemberment. Take a leg. Yeah, take an arm. Take a leg. But Don't be cowards. <laughs> very very minute criticism I have, but um, <laughs> but then. Um, Ahsoka. That that's how like the first end the episode mm-hmm. ends. They find out that Morgan Elsbeth owned a uh shipyard on Corellia, which is now a new mm-hmm. Republic shipyard. They go, they find out there's they're like Imperial remnants sending um hyperdrive, mm-hmm. you know, parts somewhere they don't know where. Yep, um, from Super Star Destroyers that they're uh taking apart. Can I just um, say Morgan yeah. Elizabeth just sounds too much like Morgan Elizabeth, with it, which is just like a Man. not a good name. Like, <laughs> like I just I Morgan, I just didn't I I didn't like the name. Anytime they brought up her name, I was just like, you don't sound like a night sister. You don't you don't you don't sound like Fair a night mother. It does sound like a very uh, earthly name, doesn't it? And yeah. that's my thing. Like, I was just like, like, how am I supposed to be afraid of you, Morgan? Morgan? Yeah, it's your name? Wow. I, I don't know. I just like, 
and then like if she does become like when they like if later on when she's granted i don't even know if it was night motherhood or whatever it was mm-hmm. like sister morgan it's that's a I don't know. I'm sorry. I just I'm I'm off my I'm off my hey. soapbox now. I just I wasn't afraid of Morgan. I wasn't hey, afraid of Morgan. Hey, hey. I won't I, be afraid of Morgan. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um so going on after <laughs> so that. Anyway, we're um <laughs> so they go to Corellia and then mm-hmm. they have to stop the ship from taking off to you know, they'll figure out where the ship's going, where they're Whoa, taking hang on. The, that was at Corellia? Yeah. Is that the Corellia is the same planet from um Yeah? You know. With where they were racing all the all the big horse horse That's deer? Canto Bite. Canto Bite. Corellia. Why do is, I know Corellia? That's where Han Solo was from. Oh. And we see Corellia at the beginning of Solo. <gasps> oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Pretty dope. Interesting. Pretty dope. Um, so we have this little battle where the ship's taking off. Mm-hmm. Um, and Maroc comes to kind of stop them because they find out that they are coming to Corellia. Maroc is this inquisitor looking guy who works mm-hmm. for uh, Morgan. Um, and one thing, he was a total badass. I don't care he that he turned out to be cool. nobody. He yeah. was just, I Doesn't think what it I think he, what he was, given all the information we have now, was a uh, kind of, he was an inquisitor who died, and they brought him back to life. The Night Sisters did. Yeah, because he, like, he dissolves into, like, smoke. Yeah, this green. When he's defeated. Yeah, so. I, it makes sense. Nothing confirming, but that's my, that's in my headcanon. I think mm-hmm. he was a former inquisitor brought back to life to be a little, like, you know, henchman. Oh, that would make um, sense. But so Ahsoka fights him on the ground mm-hmm. while um, Hera takes the Phantom 2 with Chopper, which is the little side ship that connects mm-hmm. to the ghost, um, to chase down this ship, try to stop them. But also, you know, they put a tracking beacon on there. This little moment with Hera and Chopper was oh. like you plucked it out of Rebels and put Dude, it in live action. Absolutely. They nailed it. I love Chopper. how much attitude they gave Chopper. <laughs> Dude. Like... And like, it could have gone one of two ways. In live action, Chopper could have been more so like physically like R2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where, but they made him like his animated self where he's like bobbing his head and he yeah, has little arms around. and he's yeah. spinning around <laughs> and he's like, there's like one scene where they can't catch up to the ship. So you can kind of hear what he's saying, but not really. Yeah. Um, But like, it's all muffled. I think they made it so he could kind of understand him a little bit more in this. Yeah. But he pretty much says like, like, yeah. And I love the way he talks, Um, but he's like, shoot it down. And uh, Hera is like, no, we can't just shoot it down. Like it'll hit, it'll crash into the port. And he's like, okay. And like, (laughs) and then, like he's looking for the tracking beacon on the side of the ship and he can't find it. And he's like, have you been going through my stuff? And oh, yeah. Hera's like, <laughs> Hera's like, no, I have not been going through your stuff. And he's like, yes, you have. And it's like, I just, he, he's such a little shit. And I, I love, love him. I, absolutely I love it love so him. much. I don't know that I've watched that scene so many times. It just cracks <laughs> me up. And I think, I don't know. And just the appearance of chopper 
like obviously it's a mix of practical effects and cg Mm -hmm. but you really i can't tell no like you can you can tell just because of what he's doing that they had to at certain points right right but it was so perfectly done like you can tell they threw money at this project yes like yeah everything looks great this is like film level quality Mm -hmm. for like all you know all of the practical effects but also like the cg was like they did not spare a dime on it which was oh, yeah wonderful With um, the space whales man they all looked good well we'll get to those oh um so we get to uh, uh hera throw or chopper throws a device on there they track them to um uh, another planet the name is escaping me um i thought it started with like an s um I can't remember what it was. <clears throat> um but they track from that planet and Ahsoka and Sabine and Huyang go follow them there. They get there, have a little space battle, Ahsoka gets out on the ship, cuts some ships open from on top oh, of dope. the ship. Very Clone Wars. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, they land, you know, whatever. Um, and meanwhile, Hera is with the New Republic trying to convince them to send troops there to stop Morgan Elsbeth, all this mm-hmm. stuff. All, a lot of politics stuff. That mm-hmm. one Senator Ziano is like, Thrawn's dead. Ezra's dead. We're not going to send any troops. He actually, yeah. that uh, Senator actually was from the Star Wars Resistance animated show. Oh. Um, the main character is his son. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I never... I, Interesting. I didn't really get into that one. But and apparently that's kind I didn't of miss dick. much. Yeah. 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 Huge. Yeah. So um, we get to the next episode where Hera's like... Forget that. I'm going to go anyway. So he mm-hmm. t- she takes uh, the ghost out. Seeing the ghost was so sick so, in live action. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, she and Jason go with, uh, I think there were four uh, X-Wings, including yep. uh, Carson Tava, who has been in uh, most of the live action yeah, shows. Yeah, he's really been like the thread that like is like, connecting them all yeah like, he's he's boys with zeb yeah i'm gonna go down a little rabbit hole here yeah i'm yeah, shocked we didn't see zeb that's isn't that wild to me? like i thought for sure we were gonna see him because we saw him in mando season three yeah like i thought that was them like a soft launch right and like just you know they like yeah you'll see you know your rebels like you know yeah characters. and they have like the cgi design everything ready to go mm-hmm. I was pretty surprised. Honestly, the way it played out, I don't know if it would have like fit in very right. fluidly. Right. So I'm not like criticizing it, but yeah. I was very surprised. I, I, I think you're right. I think like I think looking back on how everything played out, if anything, he would have kind of just been there to be like, Hey, look, we brought Zeb too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I I don't see them ha them adding him to any scene that would actually change it in any way. Yeah. And I, I think his time will come. I mean, his yeah. time will definitely come. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, 
like he's definitely going to be in something soon. Right. And yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about that, but, um, it'll be cool to see him when he does. It'll be a, a better payoff when he does too. I think so too. Yeah. Cause he's, he's what, um, they said he's training recruits, right? Yes. Training pilots or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Which I think is dope. That is very cool. Um, so to continue in this episode, um, Ahsoka and Sabine are on the planet kind of hiding. Uh, Shin, Balin, and Morgan know that they're there. They're connecting the map to this little Stonehenge thing so they can get the coordinates uh, loaded up. Shin goes in the woods with uh, Marak, Mar- Merrick. I don't know. I think it's Merrick. Yeah, um, going in the woods to stop. Uh, bless you. Stop uh, Ahsoka and Sabine from getting there and stopping them from getting the coordinates. So we had this little battle in the woods, which I thought was so cool. So cool. Yes. And took me back to, I like, it was kind of a mix between like that first battle with Ray and mm-hmm. Kylo in the woods. I love that. Um, but it was also like the choreography was really on point. It was, you know, it wasn't the same fight coordinator from uh or choreographer from the prequels but it was very similar mm-hmm. uh so we have like sabine and uh, merrick fighting we have shin and sabine ahsoka and merrick fighting sabine and shin having a little rematch um ahsoka makes pretty light work of merrick because she's yeah. total badass yeah um and then she goes off while uh shin and Sabine continue to fight, do all this stuff. Um, and we get Ahsoka versus Balin, uh, which I thought every time they squared off against each other was the dopest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Ahsoka definitely has kind of like a samurai fighting style mm-hmm. um, where Balin is very much more like medieval with a long sword. Yeah. In yeah. His fighting style. The um, way like the way his like his strikes are just like big heavy heavy blows yeah like it was was so cool but like they were they were precise it wasn't like a lumbering like big like the mountain yeah big like swing and then like staggers and stuff like that everything was like straight straight like completely like trained in control the entire time yeah he I have a lot of things to say about Balin. I will save them to the end. Um, save them for the end. Um, but they have this little dialogue before they start fighting where he's talking about like everyone in the order knew Anakin Skywalker and like he's kind of like egging at Ahsoka trying to like, you know, ruffle her, rustle her feathers up a little mm-hmm. bit and like, it's like, oh, is that why you left? And like, you know, weren't there when when he needs you most and all this stuff yeah. obviously that's not the truth but like yeah. um i thought that was a very interesting dialogue and i love how this i think this show is like bringing the prequels and originals together so much mm-hmm. it's bridging that gap and i'm gonna go off on a little tangent on about that later but um, that dialogue was cool. Connecting the Clone Wars to this post-Galactic Civil War era. Yes. Um, yeah. 
But they even, start even with his um l- uh, well later on we'll get to it, but like even with his just hollow message, that's literally he sent oh, during yeah. Clone Wars. Like it's yeah, it's so cool to see that. And like what else was I gonna say? <laughs> I thought is gone. I'll come back later. <laughs> just for um, her to have that like and like with hindsight is probably just like Ahsoka probably watches that over and over again. It's pretty much just like, why could I not tell? Like, why could I not believe that yeah. he'd be capable of, you know, like doing what he did? I also, like, I, I honestly, I kind of think that when we see her going through these training videos, this is the first time she's gotten herself to do that. She showed one to Ezra in Rebels. Mm-hmm. But I think that was before it was confirmed. She confirmed that Vader was Anakin mm-hmm. because there is that one point where she has the realization in Rebels. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think before that, she shows a, a training video to Ezra. But I think this is the I took it as this is the first time she's doing that because she went through this, you know, metamorphosis training with Anakin, which we'll get into in a second. Mm-hmm. Um and it was kind of like her letting go of her like guilt and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially what happens at this battle, Balin uh, pretty much kicks Ahsoka off a rock. Yeah. We think she's dead. I mean, no one actually, but you know, no. she's presumed dead. Uh, Sabine gives them the map. So she has a chance to save Ezra goes with them. And the, uh, the eye of Scion which is this giant hyperspace ring uh, shoots off to the other galaxy because they have the coordinates and they are going to, to get thrown. Mm-hmm. Um, there are like little things that I'm just leaving out on purpose right now, like with what Balin, Balin's like goals and everything. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about that all together. So we'll get mm-hmm. to that at the end. Um, next episode, we're just going to focus on Anakin. Ooh. Yeah. We love focusing on Anakin. At the last, at the end of the last episode, we see Ahsoka wake up in the world between worlds, which can't really, doesn't really have a definition in Star Wars. Yeah. Dave hasn't defined what it is. We see Ezra tap into the world between worlds and be able to go into different points in time. Mm -hmm. But there's also this where Ahsoka is with Anakin but he's like force ghost Anakin I there's been kind of like a debate on if this is Clone Wars Anakin before or if this is not Anakin's consciousness at all but a projection that Ahsoka is you know the the force is training her through a a comfortable yeah or if it's actually Anakin his force ghost and I think it's Mm -hmm. I think it's actually Anakin I think so too, especially given the last episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think it is too. But uh, to see the world between worlds was really, really cool. Like, I was for them to actually like have the balls to do it, like in yeah. a live action, was dope to see. Yeah. Um, I. This whole episode, there were multiple points where I was like, "They, what are they? They're doing this? How are like, they doing?" <laughs> yeah, I, I was shocked that they went to some of the places that they went to, and like, Ahsoka, you know, and Anakin, they had this like 
training where like he's pretty much saying like yeah like you you just lost against Balin like mm-hmm. and all this stuff and he's pretty much like I'm here to teach you one more lesson it's pretty much like to live or to die and she doesn't really know what the fuck's happening but yeah. like you know they have that conversation they start fighting in the war between worlds and he mm-hmm. sends her you know down uh you know breaks the bridge she falls and then she falls into Clone Wars Ahsoka so cool from the battle of Ryloth which was like season one Clone Wars mm. and like I just like the the moment she like you see her on the ground and you kind of hear like blasters in the background and you see her silhouette and like her head tails are like a lot shorter mm-hmm. and you can tell by her outfit it's the Clone Wars outfit but just by the silhouette and like her lightsaber was like her Clone Wars lightsaber yeah I just remember being like what is going on like what is it gonna last two <laughs> How seconds are they doing this yeah, yeah. um but that was, I thought that was amazing to see, dude. I, in all of in all of those, ju- honestly, the most jarring thing to me was seeing clones, but practical clones. Oh, like, like real people. people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like people in clone like costume. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because that like was... we just we never got to see that in the right. Films. They and in the prequels, always, yeah. I never batted an eye at it. No, like, no, no, no. They just have a different look. They have a different feel to it. Dude, there's a presence. There's a presence in Adrian's house. Shut up. Don't say that. <laughs> Stop. We're not talking about that. <laughs> that was scary. What is it? What's what's flashing? What's um this lamp next to me? It's just a power. It's gotta be. It's yeah. just old wiring. Yeah. Anyways, just the house um, settling. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um. So, um. So yeah, we get the Battle of Ryloth. We see the way, just like every way that everything they did mm-hmm. was so perfect because, like, you know, they didn't have to create this huge battle with all these battle droids and nope. all these clones. We get like silhouettes of ATTE walkers. We get gunships landing in the back and then we get practical clones Mm -hmm. and we kind of like see the battle start but then it goes into like anakin is just like all right you know like we gotta keep moving we gotta keep moving and then like it kind of cuts into post battle yeah and then we see you know ahsoka and in the episode in clone Wars, she's like in command and she has to deal with the the loss of clones mm-hmm. and she you know guilts herself because of it and it was a big big episode for her um so we see her like go like you know sit there put her hand on a clone who was on a stretcher and that part made me very emotional yeah i watched it today on i watched it today and i like got misty eyed and i was like what's going on it's like this is so emotional i don't know why um and then we get one of the coolest scenes of the series when Anakin, one thing, when Anakin came out in the Clone Wars, oh yeah, yeah gear that, that was awesome. I was like, they did that too, yeah. And then they, like, re- they really gave like people like exactly what they would have wanted, like and, and more. It was perfect, and the attention to detail with Anakin, where like in here he has shorter <laughs> hair, like Clone Wars short hair, mm-hmm. in between two and three, like episodes two and three, he has the Clone Wars armor. Um, and then like in the background, we see Captain Rex and his phase one clone armor. Um, 
don't know, there's just like so many little things. Obviously, it's Dave Filoni, so we're going to get all those little things. But it was just very satisfying to see all that. And it, and like you can tell Hayden Christensen has been watching Clone Wars, which he, you know, was talking about leading up to Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. He watched all of Clone Wars. Um, you can tell his delivery is still very true to himself. Mm-hmm. But also tapping into Matt Lanter, who is the voice actor for Anakin in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah. So um we got all that. I thought that was cool. And then we see Anakin like marching forward and like the flashing goes and goes off and it like transitions from him as Anakin to him as Darth Vader. Darth Vader, yeah. And it's cool because I, I think you know, it's like we see we see this real battle that took place and Ahsoka is like in her older consciousness and her younger body, mm-hmm. but she's seeing all these things that didn't actually happen there because of like what she knows now about Anakin. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and I mean, um, and at one point, like they're, they're talking about, um, they're talking about Sabine and, Ahsoka says something about, um, you know, she's like, I had no idea, you know, you were that dangerous. And he says, like, is is that what this is about? Oh, yeah. Pretty much like hinting that Ahsoka is like almost hesitant to train Sabine just because of what she might become. Yeah. Like, she's she's got that, like, you know, if my master who... I believed in and could could never even fathom he, he'd be able to do the things that he did, you know, kill younglings, you know, become yeah. Darth Vader. If if that can happen to him, you know, like could what could happen to Sabine? Yeah, and and especially like an older Padawan with all these attachments and yes. beliefs, and like you know, that's why Anakin had these attachments, and that's you know, he made the choices he made because of mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, and right before that scene though, I just got to bring up that we saw a live action siege of Mandalore and like, Oh yeah. Yeah. All the, the mall DeLoreans, you know, the really cool. Yes. And we the see spiky like spiky helmets. Yeah. So freaking cool. And we see her with the two blue sabers and like her fighting was just like, you know, she's like sliding around. Yeah. Like Mandalorians like doing those little, slipping flips on the ground yeah um very very satisfying very convincing that like mm-hmm. she knew what she was doing uh the and actress that, that actress yeah yeah she's she's, she's just everywhere now she was like gamora young gamora young she was gamora. barbie now she's yeah. ahsoka she was in that um uh what was it 65 with um Adam oh Driver. yeah oh yeah he was with she was in that dude she's popping off um, uh, yeah we get to kind of like the climax of the world between worlds training whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. where yeah like anakin's like they're having his monologue and you kind of get to the root of ahsoka's like problem with the jedi one of her problems with the jedi where she's like she's like am i just a warrior like all i've known my entire life is is war you know, I was trained and Anakin's like, well, when I was trained, like we were keeping the peace and like we had to adjust and we always had to adjust to the times. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Ahsoka's like, is that all I am? And he's like, well, I'm more than that. And you're more than that. 
And she says, you know, like, yeah, you are more than that. Like, you're way more dangerous than anyone ever thought mm-hmm. or anyone ever knew. And then that flip of the switch with Anakin and he like walks out. He's like, was that what this is about? Which mm-hmm. gives me chills every yeah. time I hear him say that. Um, He's like, back to the beginning. It's like live or die. And he pulls out the red saber. Mm-hmm. And like he turns around. He's got the eyes, too. Yeah. Like- and. <laughs> It's there's something like we I feel like we missed out so much by not seeing a live action Vader not in the suit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, there's right. always that like what if he never got hurt and he was just you know, Anakin, but Anakin like he, right. He wasn't held back by the suit. Mm-hmm. We get to see that. And like that battle between the two of them was incredible and he mm-hmm. like marches out of the like fog and he's like, you lack conviction. And you kind of get to the root of like what this training is about. Like she is a quote, like what fans call a gray Jedi. Yeah. And he's like, there's no in between, which I don't, uh, I don't agree with, but you mm-hmm. know, it's like, it's like you're either a Jedi or a Sith. You know, you're, you, you have to have conviction and choose right. a side and you can't just be in the middle running from all the battles, Um, which I thought was heavy stuff. Mm hmm. Um, I thought it was great, but, um, you know, she eventually kind of like wins the battle, doesn't hurt Anakin, kind of like gets, gets the idea. She's like, all right, I get it. And, you know, they find her in the water, um, and, uh, rescue her. And I don't know if you noticed her little like thing that she wears on her head. Yeah. Um, when she woke up, she didn't have one on, but when she puts on a new one. There's the tile of the white lotus on it. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, from Avatar: The Last Airbender, because Dave Filoni worked on. Uh, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that's what he was doing before Clone Wars. So I think that was a little Easter egg. Oh, nice! I didn't know that. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um. But. You know, we get to the point where Soka is like, uh, trying to figure out. You know, like how they're going to get to their planet. She's like, I think I figured it out. And they pretty much go inside the Pergil, the mm-hmm. whales, um, and, you know, go off to the other galaxy. Cause the, that, you know, that's, those, that's uh, their like migrating route. Like, yeah. That's like, yeah. Yeah. The stories were that like the Pergil would go, um, would use those hyperspace routes mm-hmm. to, uh, Peridia, which is the planet in the other galaxy, and that's where they would go to die. Mm, um, right, right. That's just what the story. I don't know. But then we see like you know all the bones and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but when Ahsoka emerges, she's like wearing all white. Where like the whole rest, like the first half of the season, she's wearing all gray. And a lot of people are like calling her like Ahsoka the White. Ahsoka the yeah, White. Like, yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly like, what I was thinking of. And she's like you know kind of enlightened now, and she's has this weight off of her shoulders and she you know is like living up to her full potential mm-hmm. which i think is very cool you can tell and even like rosaria dawson's like acting changes yeah yeah she seems just more sure of herself and yeah. you know yeah yeah um but uh you know next episode we see we get introduced to thrawn um i thought his entrance was badass yeah, I I love Mads Mikkelsen as Thrawn. Um, is it Lars? 
Oh yeah, yeah, Lars Mickelson. His Are brother. They, oh, they're related. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're brothers. I did not realize that. I get it now, though. I mean, looking at him, yeah, I know. No, he he crushed it though. He was very like super menacing, like felt in control at all times. Yeah, which is what Thrawn basically is. Like in the, in the show, like it was never. It's never really about like his physical like prowess. Like you know, he could like beat all the Jedi. He could in in like a you know fight or anything like that it was he was in control he was a step ahead of everyone um yeah and i think that's one of his like i think he's bullshitting half the time he's like ah just as i predicted yeah i'm like i'm like i don't know man like Like, i think he got some hubris yeah, yeah um but he's also like you know quote the heir to the empire for a reason mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. he is not just another imperial officer like he is very intelligent and typically is like a step ahead of his enemies. Yeah. Um, but we get introduced to him. His little organ music is playing in the background. Mm-hmm. All of the, the night troopers are like chanting to like Thrawn, Thrawn. Super cool. I, like, I love their design too, with like yeah. the pieces of gold yeah. like on their armor. Just like, it, it almost looked like, um, when, um, uh, in Rise of Skywalker, when Kylo reforges his mask, yes, and it's got just like the welding marks. There's some, there's a name for that. It's like a certain type of like, like I don't know. People do it with like pottery now. They break pots and then they glue then it all back like, together. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's um, it's a really cool design. I liked I liked how it looked. Yeah, I like that as well. In that episode, we also get introduced to Ezra. Mm-hmm. Um. Live action Ezra, at least he's hanging out with the hermit crab, dude. Super turtle cute. people. The Nati. I are are they the Nati? I know yeah. the language was Nati, but yes, I, I believe yeah. that's what everyone. They're at super least that's cute. what people are calling them, dude. They're wearing their little like Hobbit clothing, and I was just I like, these. This is this is where we should stay the rest of the show. They're so, like... and I like how. <laughs> also, I like you know Sabine gets the choice of like go. You can leave. Go find mm-hmm. Ezra or whatever. Yeah. So she gets that like, I forget what they're calling like Howler or something like that. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Yeah. I howler. love that dog guy. Like, yeah. He was really, so really cute. cute. Yeah. And like, where he's just like runs off when the bandits attack, and then like yeah. comes back. He's like, "Hey, I'm sorry. I'm not used to I'm not used <laughs> yeah. to fighting." And then yeah. like, she's like, pretty much like, "Well, forget it." And then she walks away, and you can just see him like following her across <laughs> the planet. So cute. And then I like how like when they're traveling with the Nazi later, instead of walking beside them, he's like in one of their houses yeah. with his head out the window. <laughs> he's so cute. Um uh, but essentially we the rest of the story, I don't want to simplify it too much because there's a lot that goes into it. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the story is Thrawn leaving Peridia, Peridia, I don't know, I forget how you say it, to go back. And kind of take take over as heir of the empire, yeah, and yeah. restart this empire. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, Ahsoka, um, Sabine, and Ezra are trying to stop him. We go through so many cool, you know, little tidbit or little sections of these episodes where, like, mm-hmm. 
one thing we see Ezra fight without a lightsaber, like we said before, and then we see him build his new lightsaber, and it's like very much like Kanan's lightsaber. It's dope. I know. I I loved it. Like when when um Hu Yang uh like passes him the emitter that he was looking for, I was just like, "You, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's what I'm so glad. I love it. And and the blue. I like the blue. Blue going back to his roots. Yeah, love it. I love that. And, and honestly, just like, just the visual of when, um, when all three of them are together and you have Ahsoka in the middle with her white sabers mm-hmm. and then you've got a green on the other side and a red and a, and a blue on the other side. It just looks so satisfying. I agree. Like them all having different color sabers is so cool. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know, like that shot was just like so freaking dope. Another thing, you know, another like sh- a few like shots and scenes that were very similar to that, like satisfying in a mm-hmm. similar way where when um Ahsoka was fighting Balin every, mm-hmm. every time they were fighting, I just like, you don't see white versus orange ever, you know? And yeah. like, it was like these two kind of in the middle Jedi, previous Jedi from the old Republic. Yeah. Who both had problems with the order, but took those problems in different ways where Balin is still leaning on the dark side. Mm-hmm. He like taps in the dark side way more. And Ahsoka is kind of more, you know, the light side, but her way. Right. And so, like, every time they had those fights, I thought it was just really cool to see both of these two kind of third parties go against each other. Neither yeah. Jedi or Sith, but, you know, they both are kind of leaning towards one of the extremes. Right, um, right. And, like, and it seemed, it it really did seem that, like, Balin, he he wasn't just, like, in it to he was in it for his own stuff. He was almost like he was almost playing Thrawn and uh, Morgan the whole time. He was like, listen, dude, like I know there's something here that I'm looking for. If I need to, I'll fight Ahsoka. And, you know, if it It comes down to it, I will have to kill her if, if she stands in the way of it. Yeah. But ultimately I'm not seeking it out. Like he said, he straight up like sends Shin to go get them. And it's yeah. just like, I'm going to do my own thing, honestly. Yeah. Like, I... and like you, you definitely get the idea that like he is doing, this is a means to an end mm-hmm. that the whole series or the whole season, we don't know what that end is, Yeah, but you know, he's like very similar to Luke in the last Jedi. He's like, this cycle needs to end this yes. Jedi empire, Jedi empire. This is going to keep going until someone breaks it yep. and he's looking for a a higher power like a a, a, a larger power mm-hmm. which can you know apparently according to the stories that he was told at the jedi temple be found here in this galaxy yeah you know and like i loved his he was very logical and he like obviously would express emotions about things like he you know they they bring up ahsoka and he's like oh killing her will be um what's the word he uses like a uh not a tragedy but mm-hmm. he he pretty much says like you know killing ahsoka is gonna be would know, be a shame it would be a shame, be a shame. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah 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 and it's like you you know he still has respect 
Yeah. And he cares for the the Jedi Order because that's his like that's his original family. But he also knows he has to do something more than that. Yeah. And I, I, did, I don't I, know. I did see something. I saw a TikTok that was like um it was either a TikTok or or it might have been um a YouTube video that like breaks down um break broke down like the whole series. And if you like look closely like at his belt at Balin's belt, you can see what almost looks to be a kyber crystal, but it's split in half and it looks to be green. So what people think are that like, even though he destroyed his own kyber crystal, because he just did not really agree with the council, he still keeps it on him at all times. um, Just to remind him of like the things he did like about the Jedi order. Yeah, the things that he does want to stay true to, you know, you can tell he is setting his emotions aside and not letting them play into like what he has to do. Right. But he, the, but he's not, he's also acknowledging, you know, that sentimental feeling that he has about, you know, the Jedi and his past and all these yeah. things. And yeah, he's like, I don't know, such a complex character and so well-written and Ray Stevenson you know, acted the shit out of that yeah, role. Like, seriously. Um, and you can tell the same thing with his relationship with Shin. Like mm-hmm. he is very, you know, the first half of the season, he's very devoted to training her. And he's like, she asked like, am I a Boken Jedi? And he's like, no, you're more than that. And like, mm-hmm. he wants, he wants the best for her. But then he starts to see her slip and kind of like give in to her, uh, her desires. And like, you know, she's getting a little, antsy about you know getting the you know serving thrawn and right she's trying to get things done quickly and you know he's kind of like you need to have more patience like i'm not working with you anymore and he just like yeah (laughs) yeah and then we we find that you know he's searching out the mortis gods Mm -hmm. um which i think they put the mortis gods in the perfect amount in the series where it's just like we know that's what he's looking for but having the world between worlds and the Mortis gods in one season would be, would be a lot. lot. Yes, yeah. For yeah. especially for the the viewer who kept, you know keeps up with everything live action, but maybe hasn't seen every single episode of Clone Wars and Rebels. Right, right. And and I do think I do think a good a a good thing about that is that that arc in um in Clone Wars, um is you know three episodes so it's not like it's not like daunting you know what i mean it's not like one of those things where it's like oh well you kind of had to watch all the seasons of clone wars to really get who they are yeah there is a set arc that you can watch if you want to know more about right and you get a little bit of them in at the end of rebels like you just but you more so just get an understanding of their recurring in like jedi mythology Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, essentially the season ends with Ahsoka and Sabine getting trapped on the planet and yep. Ezra the old escapes on the Chimera <laughs> he gets pretty much everyone switches yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thrawn escapes Morgan dies she becomes yep. a night sister gets the blade of Talzin from Clone Wars super badass very cool very cool yeah and then Ezra reunites with Hera which brought a tear to oh, my eye. Yeah. Dude, 
that was really cool to see because she is just like one thing like very like at first i was like why wouldn't he take his helmet off before coming that's what i was thinking too and then i was like (laughs) that's ezra yeah ezra would do he he did do that in rebels multiple times yeah and you know he he's like pulling you know a little gotcha guru on them yeah um but But it's like ezra all it takes is one guy to just be like it's a fucking clone trooper but then um that that scene really hit the emotions for me but then also uh the very end when sabine and Hera kind of look or sabine and ahsoka are looking out Mm -hmm. um into like the the moonlight and everything and ahsoka's like what are you what are you looking at she's like oh just just the moonlight i don't know yeah starlight starlight on the uh starlight on the on the clouds or something yeah something like that she she puts it in like a very like very nice way like really yeah. nice terms like yeah. poetic but then ahsoka looks out and anakin you know is force ghost anakin is there force and ghost. like that also hit me in the emotions yeah and like i was like Damn, star wars is making me cry over here got me crying in the club right now but um so we'll see what happens with either season two or if it picks up with the Dave Filoni movie that's coming out. I imagine yeah. we're going to get a season two. Um, I, I would think so, too. Uh, the way they left it off, I would. Yeah, I would really think so. Um, uh, one last thing about the last episode. Mm-hmm. The the title for the episode was The Jedi, The Witch, and The Warlord. Which, Dude, Lion, Witch, and The Wardrobe. <laughs> I was like, Dave, like, you dog. Yeah. I, I thought like, that was what? so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked that too. When it first popped up, I was like, that looks super familiar. Why? <laughs> I, I like, loved it. Oh, Narnia. Very cool. Dude, um, so so do you think do we think that Anakin took his place as as the father kind of told him he would? I don't know. I, so there's, well, one thing that like, this isn't really answering your question, but one thing that stood out to me when you see, uh, Balin on the giant statues, yes. Lord of the Rings, yeah. by the way. Oh my God. Yeah. Seriously. We only see the father and the son and then you see the daughter's body, but like the head was broken off and there's like, yeah. a, like a big, divide between mm-hmm. the father and the daughter um so that's just point that out but also i don't think so i i think we're gonna see the father and the son in a different way okay i don't think anakin will be playing that role of like mm-hmm. taking over as one of the mortis gods could be wrong and i don't really have too much that's just what i that's just like my gut feeling because Mortis, much like the world between worlds, is very up in the air. There's right. not a lot of defined by Lucasfilm by it. You know, like right. Like some people think it's just like an allegory. And <laughs> you know, it's like a fever dream they all had through the force. Or is right. it an actual place? Are these people real? Are they just mythological? And that's why they thought of that. Like, you know, you never know. So um but TBD. I could be totally wrong because I really don't have like a big reason to to say either a, way. A, you know, a part a part of me thinks that they don't 
fully connect Anakin to something like that. That's so out of the movie canon. You know what I mean? Just because, just because I can, I can see people being like, you know, we've been with Anakin's story. We've been with the Skywalker story for so long. Like to make him almost like a force God, I think would be a bit too much. Like, and I think <laughs> everyone's happy with him as a force ghost. Like he yes. redeemed himself. He yep. came back to the light side. He killed, he killed Palpatine and okay, all these back. things. It was just uh, a Palpatine didn't die. It was just a clone. Um, <laughs> still counts. Um, but uh, I think the way they're leaving it now is the best. He's the chosen one, though. So like, he's the chosen one, right? I don't know. I'll roll with it. I'll roll with whatever. Yeah, do. I'm. I'm um, interested to see what Dave does with the rest of it, especially because I'm so happy that he sort of has the reins on this because yes. I just trust him so much to do what's going to be the best for the fans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I totally agree. But um what do you what what are your like overall thoughts about the series after one season? Like where does this rank with other Star Wars in general and Star Wars live action series? Oh man. Okay, so I will say as far as series go, this was my favorite. I'm just going to flat out and say it. What, what I love, what I loved about this series is the aspect of something you, something, something, something Colin is always going to be a slut for. All right. Mm-hmm. Anything ancient that oh, yeah. hasn't been touched in a while, anything mystical. Okay. Mm-hmm. And honestly, a bad guy who, isn't just a bad guy and you want more of them. Yeah. Like, like, and so like this has all three of them. It, it felt like, and I, I think, I think I said this to you, this, this is something that I wanted from star Wars for such a long time. It's why Knights of the old Republic games are so freaking good because you're exploring, you're exploring old, force like you know old jedi ruins old sith ruins but stuff that predates jedi and sith anything ancient that has to do with the force i'm in like i'm i'm totally in because it it gives you that sense of wonder you know like you it they had a little aspects of tomb raiding which is always fun too yeah like i i just i love this almost like putting the knight back into like Jedi Knight of like that medieval feel, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like that medieval feel where it's not just like, it's not like, Oh, well we have to go straight to this is going to end the world and you're the only one who can do it. We can start out with, this is just what a Jedi would do. Like, or, or, you know, a force user, a great Jedi would kind of be beat bopping around doing their own stuff. This is just like one a segmented story that's going to lead to a bigger story. Once since Thrawn, you know, gets to where he wants to be, mm-hmm. but it just ha- had that feeling of an actual like adventure that totally. I really, really liked. I really liked. Dude. 
Mm-hmm. So happy to hear you liked it so much. I, Number really one live action series. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And I, I feel really good about saying that too. I um, mean, to be honest with you, like yeah. when I texted you after episode five with Anakin, mm-hmm. like the full episode with Anakin, and I was like, I'm not going to say anything, but it's up there with the hype of like Mando season two finale, Luke coming yep. back. Yep. I think it is better than that scene. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, I think I... the only thing that could have made it better was no one knew Luke was coming. Yes. No, like, you're right. You're right. They did everything they could and yeah. they kept it under lock and key. Like no one knew. Not even people on set knew. Dude, I, it, I was so surprised by just the marketing of how open they were about Anakin just being in this. And I think, yeah, I mean, it was very, same with Obi-Wan, like, they used Hayden as a marketing tool before, and they're like, and we're bringing back Hayden, and he's going to (laughs) be holding a lightsaber. And it's like, we knew he was going to be coming back. Yeah. So it wasn't as big of a, it wasn't like, this spade they had up their sleeve or whatever. Right. Know. You know what I mean? It wasn't this big secret yeah. they had. Yeah. Um, that wasn't the right term. But um, Ace of Spades. You were there. Yeah. Waterhead. But um, <laughs> uh, I think if that aspect had been there, yes. Because I'm a prequel mm-hmm. kid. Like mm-hmm. I. Right. And, and like Anakin does something to me man i love I anakin skywalker it's a like, tragic story man and you always like to see when redemption comes i know from and like, like and just getting more time with clone wars era anakin cause, like they did it the perfect way where like we get the exact same character and one thing he looked like 2005 anakin like, seriously yeah and it didn't even look like de-aging where you can tell no. it's like it just looked like, like the mouth was moves weird or something like that. It did it was not. Yeah. Totally normal. I yeah. couldn't even tell that they did that. It was crazy. Oh. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like that's going to hit me in, in the feels. And also just the, the execution was perfect yes. and how creatively they incorporated him in the story mm-hmm. and, you know, how it made so much sense for them to go back to the battle of Ryloth and the siege of Mandalore. And then we see them fight. And you get Darth Vader without his suit on. Like, I could go on about that, but it was perfect. Um, yeah. And I think if it isn't above Mando, mm-hmm. it's right next to Mando. Right. Yeah. But it could be above Mando. I mean, we got a lot of stuff in this, and it's Dave at his best incorporating a lot of things for Clone Wars and Rebels fans. Um, I just With, thought without, without completely blowing its load, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it was I, like I, leading seamless. up, leading up to the last episode, I kept seeing things that was just like, we're going to get Darth Maul. Like Darth Maul is going to like, nice sisters are going to bring back Darth Maul. And after the episode, even though that would have been cool, don't get me wrong. Of course I'd be, I'd be shit in my pants if that actually happened, but I'm almost, I'm, in hindsight, I'm glad he didn't because that would have just been like that would have um, that would have taken the spotlight off of the story that he was trying to tell. Right. 
and it's an Ahsoka called, story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, it's up there for me. Um, I would say it's definitely Mando just does something to me too. I don't know. I know. I it's. I don't see. I don't know if it's like recency bias or not. Like I'll have to watch. Like I'll have I to watch I'm, both of them again. <laughs> I think I'm trying to avoid recency bias too much, and I'm yeah. like now I'm having like it's like having the opposite effect. Right. I'm like, well, I know if I want to watch Mando, um, yeah. but I don't know. This could be number one. We'll see. We'll do a ranking. I don't know. We'll do it might a be number one. Some. It could be the best thing I've ever seen. Could be. Um, but do you have any last thoughts? I have a little list of last thoughts. So, no, I would love to hear your. I'd love to hear your list. Just quick bursts, rapid fire, rapid fire. Um, casting, perfect. Harris, yes. Sabine, Ezra. It's like they plucked them out of animation and just Seriously. put them on without. It was like they're just they're there. Yeah, that's Dude, that's Ezra especially. Just that like cheeky little like optimism, but like also definitely like just a little you got a little chip on your shoulder, brother. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know Very I mean? suave. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Balin and Shin loved them as characters. I already yes. went on about Balin enough. Uh Shin, Shin was great. Sh- she Shin ends up um she's probably gonna lead the bandits on um what is this place called? Peridia. Peridia. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's dope. Like she got the no. Well, I liked her as a character. <laughs> I think she was kind of like she was asking all the questions that I was asking. She was like, the fuck is this? Like She <laughs> <laughs> was like, what's going on? Witchcraft that's a, again? That's a direct quote. <laughs> <laughs> but she'd always just kind of look at Bailey and be like, yeah, and be like, why are we with witches? Are, and yeah. what is going on? And why are we here? And what are? And why are you so I? cool with all this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She she was kind. Of, she had like a little uh, naivete to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Right. But it was because she was so eager to learn, and but she was drinking the Kool Aid of the dark side a little too much. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. liked that aspect of her. Mm-hmm. Um, Morgan Elsbeth, I like her. She's Bruce Lee's goddaughter. Very cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool stuff. Very neat. Hayden. Hayden was perfect. Hayden like was I said great. before, yeah. like so. kind of really brought live action and animated Anakin. Now it's just like connected in my head. Yes. Forever. Yeah. Um, Hu Yang, David Tennant. Love David Tennant. Love yeah. him as Hu Yang. He's great too. Yeah. Also, Hu Yang's just really cool. He's super old. So we're probably going to see him in, uh, there, one of the three movies that's going to be coming out is about like oh, the nice. origin of the Force. Oh, very cool. Okay, we'll probably see Hu Yang. Yeah, probably see maybe some Mortis stuff. I don't know. There is a similar droid to Hu Yang in um, Jedi Fallen Order, or uh, Je- sorry, Jedi Survivor. Is he cool? She is pretty cool. Not as cool as Hu Yang. Not a, I no, not as cool. It's but high bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sabine in. Episode two, having that little like ceremony, cutting her hair with her helmet and the yeah. lightsaber, just like Kanan in Rebel season four. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, Pergil, great. I love Pergil. I love oh, yeah. space or star whales all the time. Star whales, they're yeah. so cute. I love them. I want, really a, I want a stuffed animal of one. I don't even. I, I have a stuffed animal, but I, I don't. I'm not a stuffed animal collector. Yeah, but I want one. Give it to me. I also would want a Pergil pop. Um, pop. 
Um, let's see what else I haven't talked about. I liked how Anakin was present the whole time, even if he wasn't in the episode. Yeah. yeah. Like you see Ahsoka's struggling with that truth that Anakin became mm-hmm. Darth Vader. She wasn't there. She's blaming herself, yada, yada. And then even when Anakin's gone, she's like, has this whole new relationship with him and showing off the training videos and, you know, doing all these things that she wouldn't normally do. And she's very much at peace with her relationship with Anakin at that point. Yes. Yeah. And, and it also like, I feel like this was a story about not only like her finding out who she needs to be, Mm -hmm. but also like she needed to understand what kind of teacher she was going to be because Sabine, like, like I feel like Sabine them going on this adventure together and Sabine basically being like, you know, I need a master mm-hmm. is the catalyst that kind of kicks off this whole change for Ahsoka. Yeah. So. And this like self-discovery of like, you know, her, her worry was that Sabine was becoming a Jedi for the wrong reasons. And, you know, with her family dying mm-hmm. with the night of a thousand tears, like she was going to go down the same path as Anakin, but her kind of, understanding that that doesn't have to be the future um next thing mm-hmm. the chimera uh thrawn's ship with the snake design on the bottom super cool it was badass that's yeah. all i have to say about it badass i love awesome. seeing that in live action what um, what do you think all of those um big old caskets in there are that they were really, loading up it's a really good question um i think Just they might be night troopers i think it might be night like sisters and Thrawn Whoa. is going to use Night Sisters as like his, you know, secret weapon. Dude, we could be getting like basically the um, White Walkers. Yeah, from like like they they destroy a, well they raid like a planet or something like that, kill a bunch of people, and then just raise them from the dead, and now their army's bigger. I just think it makes sense because they're like caskets. Yep. They. What do you put? What do you put in caskets? Dead bodies. Dead bodies. And we also like Ezra explains to Sabine, like we landed here. Thrawn found the night mothers and woke them up. Uh, So he only woke up three of them. And then there's more that it just, I don't know. Could be quack like duck. Mm. Um, let's see here. What's next? This is a better sequel story than the sequels. Wow, sticking by it. Yeah, God, it, <laughs> it makes sense. It is what we want to see. It's right. It's like what were all of our characters doing after the Galactic Civil War? Obviously, we only heard about Leia. We didn't see Han, and we already know what Luke is doing. Yeah, but. We are getting that story of Luke is creating a new Jedi order. Leia is, you know, in the the politics world. And we kind of see why in the sequels, like Mm -hmm. she had to start the resistance because the new Republic was fucking useless. Right. Like, um, but more so than that, we, we understand why the Imperial remnant is, is there. Like we, like the first, first order, there's like the first order has emerged. Like why? Mm-hmm. Who? Who? Who are they? 
Yeah. Why are they here? Where did they get all the empire technology? Right. Why do they have it? Right. It was just there. It was just, it, it was just like, well, fill in the blanks yourself. Yeah. You know? And now we understand like, oh, well, you know, there's imperial loyalists within the new Republic and, mm-hmm. you know, they're trying to get Thrawn back so they can take back the galaxy. And like, we understand this makes total sense. And yeah. like, it also like Star Wars is about the Skywalkers and it's like a, it is a story about that family. Mm-hmm. And this is carrying on that Skywalker legacy more where we're getting to see like, okay, so Luke is doing this. We see that in the other shows, but also Anakin's legacy isn't over. And right. It right. lives on in Ahsoka, but we also see their relationship progress, even though Anakin's gone. That's, that's, that's a good point. There you go. Yeah. So, yes, I think it's a better sequel story than the sequel movies. I'm not bashing on the sequels. No. But this is a well written, thought out, compelling story about what happened after the Galactic Civil War. And that's all I have to say about that. Um, just going over things that I do a little beep up. Um, I think I, yeah, I mean, this is the best quality TV show we've seen so far. Film level quality already said that it was very poetic. Like we said before, like mm-hmm. who Yang has that part. He's like, I believe it's time to begin again. I'm like, oh, damn. Oh, why is it so, why is it so good? <laughs> like everything <laughs> yeah. they, everything they say is so poetically written, but. Uh, the deliveries were always just like you said before like very convincing yes and... never cringy or like anything no. like that never felt no. forced nothing the acting was wonderful in this the casting in general was like especially ezra and sabine mm-hmm. um hair and ahsoka too but those two were amazing yeah and thron i love thron yes yeah and he was the voice he was actor. a voice, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. he just nailed it again. He was already in that. He's like, I'll get blue, I'll get blue, but blue dabbidi but I die. Yeah, um, I give this two thumbs up. And me too. Uh, the, the big smile. Two lightsabers up. Two lightsabers up. I got my lightsabers right here. Hey. <laughs> um, but that's our review on Ahsoka season yeah. one. If we you loved it. if you listen through that and you still haven't watched it, go on and watch it. Sorry for spoiling it, but we warned you. I I'm mean, not sorry. There you go. We yeah, warned man. you for we the did. first time. Yeah, you actually got a warning this time, so there's no excuse. Yeah. But anyways, Donut Squad Radio will be back within the next few weeks. We shall return. We'll be talking about stuff. What? I don't know yet. We're gonna Loki season two is popping up. Hey. Loki season two. We got some. I've been watching live action Disney movies. Oh, heck we yeah. We got some stuff we can talk about. And if not, we'll just think of lists that we can create and talk about with each other, which is always fun. Yeah. Um, but hey, if you like what you're listening to, please go follow us on Instagram at Donut Squad Radio, all one word, Donut Squad Radio. Hit the follow button on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be. Um, share, you know, share the podcast with some of you who, who, who think you, who might like it, you know? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I can't talk, but, you know, most of the time we can, and hopefully it's nice to listen to. Um, and if you can, leave us a review. It helps get the word out on Donut Squad Radio. Uh, we're happy to be here. Uh, we had a great time on this show. 
Also, shout out to my boy Colin. It's his birthday in two days. Hey-o. Turning 21. 21, uh, man. Buy me my first beer, everybody. 29? <laughs> uh, Colin's turning 29. Yeah. Everyone knows now. It's so, uh, Colin, any last thoughts? Anything you want to say to the people before we log off for the night and have an episode in a few weeks? Um, I love you all for listening. Um, it, it, you know, Adrian and I are going to have these conversations whether you guys listen or not, but it's always cool if, um, if we have some other people who we get to share our thoughts with, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, hey, from Zone Squad Radio, I'm Adrian and I'm Colin and good night. Good night.